Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Chrissy Grody, and I'm helping to share the stories of cool people doing cool shit from fitness trainers to wellness coaches, entrepreneurs, and entertainers. We'll hear the behind the scenes journey, all the different ways we can take care of ourselves, and of course, we'll answer and explore the big question of what does being fit mean to you? My guest today may be two of the fittest people in all of Cincinnati. One is the two-time female winner of the Race Street Open, and the other owns Farty Fit Gym. They're both competitive athletes who inspire others in the community to keep pushing and go the extra mile with a weight vest on. Please welcome Annika Pater and Josh Farty. Wow. What an intro. I know, guys. I could listen to that again and again. Yeah. <laughs> well, luckily it will be recorded and you can go back. <laughs> when you're having a bad day, you're like, I just got to listen to the yes. intro of What the Fit. I'll go right back <laughs> to that. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming. I'm really pumped to chat. I really want to hear all about the fitness journeys, what you guys have been doing. I've seen you around, obviously accomplishing very high fitness feats, which you are very strong and very fit. You're just like looking at me like, you're like, keep, you're like, keep going, keep going. I can keep going. What more do you have? Yeah. <laughs> no, but like I mentioned before we started recording, I love these conversations because I feel like I get a chance to really get to know people and, and hear what's going on because obviously, I'm going to say obviously, I don't think this fitness and high caliber of performance just happened overnight, right? Like Definitely this is, not. Yeah. <laughs> this has probably been some time in the making. So I want to start with just like, how did you guys both get into fitness? And whoever is the fastest runner can go first. Josh. Want me to start? Yeah, you can go first. <laughs> so um, I would say that I got into fitness via football. So, so Play football? I, yeah, high school athletics. So You're from Cincinnati? Yeah. What high school did you go to? Of uh, course, you know I have to ask that yeah. question. Uh, that's that's not a question. Uh, no, Milford High School. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, I played football four years there, and uh, I think I developed that uh, passion and love just for, like, fitness through mm. football. Mm-hmm. And luckily, that passion and that love for fitness kind of came with me after high school mm-hmm. and continued on from there. So Yeah. And then, so what did you do after high school? So, by continuing on, so... Uh, the guy that used to train me for football uh-huh. um, outside of the actual like high school regimen. So uh, you, you were like one that had training on top of training. Yeah. So, okay. I, I, so this I, is I, already an indication like you're in deep. You're yeah. not just like a participatory football player. Like you wanted to like really do next level. 100%. Yeah. yeah like I, okay. I loved exercise. So mm-hmm. I not only did like the stuff through the high school, but I also had a trainer outside of that. And he owned a gym down in Old Loveland mm-hmm. called Full Spectrum Fitness. And it was like inside of an art studio Okay, down there. So like super cool. And um, long story short, I was going to study sports business uh-huh. at Ohio University. Yeah. And I had a conversation with him one day and he was like, well, hey, like, why don't you work for me this summer before you go to school? Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, like that'd be awesome. So I ended up doing like personal training. So like 101, yep. uh, group exercise, all of that at uh-huh. 18 years old wow. going into college. And when I got to school, 
I went the whole first year doing sports business. Yep. And at the end of that year, I had done so well over that first summer working for him mm-hmm. that I was like, wow, like I would love to do this for the rest of my life. Yep. So that's kind of when I changed my major to exercise science. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I basically just continued that on from there. Yeah. Um, but uh, at the end of my third year, I was doing really well and everything like exercise focused. Yep. And then not doing so well in anything that didn't involve exercise. Yeah, makes sense. You know what you love. You know what you want to do. Yeah. So, and I was doing like online coaching and like everything through social media. So I kind of called my parents one day and I had that like tough conversation where I was like, you know, hey. This is not it for me. Yeah. 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 Like I was like, I'm excelling in anything that like involves actually what I want to do. And I was like, I think that by me staying here, like it's only going to like hold me back from my, my true potential. Yeah. And that was obviously a tough conversation to have with my parents. Definitely. But, um, they weren't too keen on it at first. And I'll never forget that uh, that drive home from leaving school. But mm. from there, I kind of made it happen. I have so much respect for that. To like recognize, okay, this path that I went on, maybe most likely because this is what I think you should do. I think you think you should graduate high school and you should go to college and like that's what everyone else is doing. But not everyone needs a college degree to get after what they're really passionate about. So I think that just takes a lot of guts to be like, I'm not, I'm, this is, I, I want to put my time, my energy into what is lighting me up and what I'm really good at and what I'm already excelling at. Yeah. And I, and I don't want to be that person that also is like this, like the Debbie Downer on, on school, but cause I don't want that to be the, the story here, but I do agree with you in the idea that, you know, not every direction. It's not for yeah, everyone. A hundred percent. And and there, and there is ways to do what you want to do without it. Without a traditional four-year university. One hundred percent. Totally. My brother, who passed away a couple of years ago now in a motorcycle accident, he did not go to college. He went to like vocational school to be a diesel mechanic. Super, wow. super successful. Yeah. But like, the, and like, he was never ever going to go to college. Never like that, wanted to. Right. Like, not even, he just, his brain didn't work that way. Yeah. Like, it was a struggle for him to sit through regular school, let alone, like, you're on your own and you have to be held accountable to go to your class and do your workouts. Like, that was not going to be for him. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm a huge believer. I know there's, there's so many different paths you can take. Well, and I, and I think the trend is changing now. Yeah. Because I think when Annika and I were in high school and maybe even when you were in high yep. school too, like, I think that, the whole vocational route was like super frowned upon. Yeah. And also there was like a lot of like negative behind it. It was. And, um, you know, I'll never forget when my senior class was sitting in our auditorium before we were getting ready to graduate and they had like a PowerPoint presentation actually showing like the average income of someone with like a high school degree, an associate's degree, a bachelor's, a master's, a PhD, the whole bit. And I'll never forget that because now looking back on it, I have a different angle on it, but at the time, like, I didn't realize that, you know, my fellow classmate that was next to me that might not be going to school, like, they were seeing that, and, like, that was being put in their brain. Yeah. is like, a, you know, their future path forward. Right. When in all reality, like, you know, those numbers were kind of skewed. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And, like, how could you even, that's such a huge blanket of, like, someone with a bachelor's degree. Like, you could go into a million different different fields. You could also have a bachelor's degree and not be doing anything with it. Right. 100%. Yeah. So, no, I'm, I'm totally with you. So, you, you leave OU. Yeah. And what do you do after that? So, I left OU and I uh, was still doing, like, all my, like, social media, like, Instagram, like, online coaching, whatever else. And I think like the success 
drove through that because I was just like super authentic mm-hmm. and like super real with like everything I was putting out. Yeah. And I think that's what kind of like gained the attention from like fellow people to like mm-hmm. kind of like follow my like journey. Yeah. And um, I came back home and I worked in a coffee factory for like two weeks. That so sounds we have a, like a great job. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I have a family friend and they actually just sold it, but they used to own Walling for coffee. So cool. I worked in the coffee factory for like two weeks. And then um, a buddy of mine who trained with me at Full Spectrum Fitness um, hit me up one day and was like, hey, like, you know, would you be interested in coming and doing personal training at mm. the Miami Athletic Club in mm, Milford? Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm, you know, I work down there now, you know, et cetera. And he was like, basically, the only way you'll make money is if you're training people. Yeah. And I had to like develop my own clientele, you know? Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. So hard. Yeah. So I actually like didn't consult my parents about it at all. And I like resigned that day from the, the coffee job <laughs> and I went down and filled out the Like I already had one difficult conversation with you. I'm not going to have another one. I'm <laughs> yeah, just going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I went down that same day and like put all the paperwork, whatever else. And I came home and informed them that I had quit the job that provided guaranteed money. <laughs> And I was like, I'm going to go down every day and basically not have guaranteed money right. and have to earn my way, you know? Right. So I lived there. Like, I, I used to get there, like, when they open, and I would sit at the front desk all day long and just, like, interact with people. Like, yeah. every single person that walked in the door, like, I made sure that, like, we had some form of engagement and, yeah. like, just interacted wow, and, and met you. people and whatever else. So I ended up gaining a clientele there and doing one-on-one personal training and then... I taught group classes for the gym. Oh, nice. What kind of group classes? All kinds. Like, yeah. was it like a boot campy style? Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I had 50-year-old women, like, carrying each other around the parking lot and stuff. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. No, it was, like, honestly, it was a great time. That's amazing. Yeah. So I, so I taught group classes for them. I did one-on-one coaching. And then one day, the owner was looking for somebody to sell memberships. Mm. And again, I was just looking for anything I'd get my hands on. And I was like, I'll do it. And he was like, are you sure? And I was like, absolutely. Like... So I sold memberships for them. I did one-on-one coaching. I taught their group classes. I got paid hourly to like clean the toilets. Yeah, no, you're getting the fuck after it. Yeah, is what I'm hearing. Hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. I, 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 I live like, there. Like I'm gonna do whatever I need to do. Yeah, no, yeah. I hundred percent live there. Um, but no, it was a great time. And then at one point too, like I ended up creating my own group classes out of their facility as well. Okay. So, and what were those like? And when you were talking like online coaching, what like style is it like? lifting weightlifting cardio like how would you describe what you were like so your kind I, of philosophy and approach yeah so i think obviously i had my own twist on it mm-hmm. but also i made sure that like just like i do now like i made sure that whoever the person that was receiving the programming mm. was receiving something that like made sense for them yeah right and i had been training long enough to like understand an individual and mm-hmm. understand like what they were looking for mm-hmm. but then also understand like what they would be capable of. Yeah. And I think like actually physically training somebody and like over time, you know what's going to be too much for somebody. Yeah. You know what's going to be like just the right amount. Yeah. And also yeah. like what's going to be the right exercises. Mm. And I mean, that's a big thing too. Like, And is that based on like body type, strengths, weaknesses? Like how do you... I think it's a little bit like, of everything. Yeah. And I think like a lot of times like it's best to like not overcomplicate it. Mm-hmm. So I think like, especially in the online coaching world, I think it's like, it's always best to start off simple. And then that way, you know, that whatever you're giving them is like going to be something that they can fully understand. Yeah. Especially with like the God of like a YouTube video or whatever else. Right. And they're not going to be stressed out about the idea of like what they're going to 
to go do on right. their own. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's like they need to be confident and comfortable doing it for them to get a good result. 100%. Yeah, and then yeah. it's like over time, like if, if they stick with you, then it's something to where like you grow with that client. Yeah. Like you That's know cool. that at a certain point, like they're capable of doing the basics and they understand the basics. And then it's like you build upon those basics. Yeah. Is it just such a great feeling when, as you're coaching someone, and if they're like working towards a goal or they like haven't hit a weight yet or they haven't hit an exercise and then they do it, do you just feel so good? 100%. Yeah. 100%. I can imagine. Especially like when you see somebody start it in a certain place mm-hmm. and then it's like one day all of a sudden like everything just clicks, you know? Yeah. And it's like I think when new people, especially come to the gym now, I always tell every single new person that like is getting ready to join my gym that. So many people have this preconceived idea of like their ceiling, mm, like yeah. of, of what they think they're capable of doing. Yes, or you know, um, the idea of what they think they want to do with fitness. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's my job to show them that they're able to push past that ceiling. Yep. And also show them that they actually might have a deeper interest than they think they have. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, and That's I really and I think almost a lot of the people that are part of my facility like experience that moment. Yeah. That's great. So how did the gym come to be then? You're working all these crazy hours, you're cleaning toilets. Yeah, so <laughs> so one day there was a guy named Jeff Keith and he was a, actually a member at the Mac. So somebody that I kind of like just regularly like chatted with. Yeah. And he walked in one day and I was supposed to like just be on the clock that night in some memberships or whatever and he was like, you know, what do you got going on? I was told him and He's like, well, I have an opportunity for you to like go train 150 Girl Scouts. Oh, you're like, let me drop what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, he, he was like out of this facility called Rialto Sports Complex um, over off Union Center Boulevard in Westchester. It's, you know, cash, like you can come out, like great opportunity. Yeah. So I was like, absolutely, like, I, like I'm there. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And so I found a way to like make it work. And I went out one night and I trained the 150 Girl Scouts, like just myself. I still wish I could... I've been there to see that. Happen. Yeah, like, what did you do? With how, like, how, Girl Scouts are like 10, 12? Well, yeah, here I am, like this, you know, deep voice, right. like bearded guy walking right. in with these Girl Scouts. Sure. You know, getting, getting them all riled up and everything. So, no, I mean, again, you just have to adjust. But, yeah. you know, I made sure that, like, everything we were doing, like, flowed and it was fun for them. And mm-hmm. It was, you know, groups of all ages. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, but there was, like, actually, like, a caged-in area in the back. That like was like kind of like a batting cage, but kind of not. Okay. And the lady that ran the building was like, "Hey, like I have this cage, you know, fenced in area in the back. Like, if you have any interest at all, we could possibly talk about you, like, oh, turning it into a gym, cool. etc." So, was that the first time you ever thought like, "Oh, I could have, like, I want to have my own space and do my own thing"? So I always had the dream of like owning my own place. Yeah. Um, and after working for the guy in Loveland, because he was an older guy, and I think. I had like real or realized early on that if I was going to do it, I had to do it young mm. because I saw what it was like for somebody who was older that was like trying to like yeah. get it to the point to where like he could step back. Yeah. So you need the energy of a young person for yeah. that. So, right, yeah. right, right. So it takes time to build, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I think I realized that if I was going to do it, it had to be while I was young. Mm-hmm. So, and again, I didn't know if it was ever going to happen or not. Yeah. You know? So, um, at that moment, you know, the, the utility closet was in my space. So, like, the total space was probably, like, a 1,000 square feet. Okay, yeah. Including yeah. the utility closet <laughs> that, like, wasn't usable. Right. So, um, it had, like, turf in there a little bit mm-hmm. and whatever else. But, like, again, like, a lot of work had to be done in order to, like, turn it into a gym. Yeah. Um, 
but no, so we, we kind of had conversations. We went back and forth and I had talked to my parents and obviously they're, they're both involved in business, but not to the point of entrepreneurship and yeah. in the way of like to this degree. Yeah. So, um, you know, they didn't necessarily know all the behind the scenes stuff in order to like, yeah, help I mean, me out with that. Um, it's a lot of work. Yeah. So yeah. like there was like, there was like details and stuff that like, again, we were all learning as like we were going into it. Yeah. But no, we, we made it work and, um, signed the lease and the rest is history on that. Damn. Okay. So are, now are you in that same space? No, no, you're in different space. Yeah. yeah. So we, we lasted about two years there. Oh, and, and, and honestly, like I'm forever grateful for the opportunity because I'm not so sure that, you know, even though it was inside of a baseball facility, that's probably the perfect situation to be in because we were able to make numbers work to like, yeah, to like get you in. didn't like grow too much too fast. Like you were start yeah. small and like build up. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. with the way like commercial real estate is, I'm not so sure that if I wouldn't have had that opportunity, like, I don't know if I ever would have owned a gym. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like we had the opportunity to like get in the door yep. and like grow a business. But eventually like once we were like a hundred members deep, it was kind of like a conflict of interest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, music volume right the language right you're of, like yeah you're taking over kind yeah, of 100 yeah. percent. like yeah. the language of the music like sure. you know what i mean like just <laughs> yes. like the env- overall environment that i'm trying to create yep was kind of like a conflict of interest with the environment they were trying to create. yes yeah, yeah and yeah. um you know so again i, I started to kind of like look for my own space and what ended up happening was one day the lady that ran the building came to me and informed me the building was sold Oh yeah, like, and I, and I was kind of aware of the idea that they were trying to like sell the building, uh-huh. um, but I just didn't necessarily know when the building was going to be sold. So I was like trying my best to figure out like a new location, yeah. and like my members did had had no idea. Mm-hmm. So when she came to me and informed me the building was sold, I didn't tell anybody. That's a good idea because I remember I had went to a boxing gym for a long time, like years. I was like my regular workout spot, and they switched locations. And the switching of the location was hard. Like, I don't think that they managed it that well either, but you're just like, that's the place you always go to. That's the routine. Yeah. That's the community. Yeah. And then it's like, shit, are people going to follow? Is it going to be the same people? Is it going to feel the same? Like, there's a lot of anxiety around it. Yeah. So, so uh, I think you did the right way. Just like, just don't even say Yeah. Anything. But here I, you know, here I was like 23 years old though, like kind of panicking, like, yeah. you know, like this is, this you is had like, like 30 days. Yeah. I mean, basically I had like 30, 30 to 45 days to find a spot. And I, I again, I, I didn't tell a soul, you know yeah. what I mean? So, um, behind the scenes, like I was kind of sweating bullets a little bit. And then one day, like once I like found the spot, like the new spot, that's kind of when I broke the news to everybody is like, Hey, like, you know. And this is a good news thing too. You're like, we're right. getting our own space. Yeah. We can play the music as loud as we want. Right. Yeah. And bring in more people. Well, I think my members wanted a new location just as bad as I did. Yeah. I you totally know, get that. You know, like yeah. they they were they were just as ready as I was for like that new spot. Yeah. So how how would you describe Farty Fit now? Like what what's what's the essence? What are people coming to you for? What do you hope to accomplish with it? So I think like Farty Fit now and I think Farty Fit even in the beginning I think it's this idea that when I first opened I had tried to kind of do what I had always done which mm-hmm. is like one-on-one coaching and mm-hmm. group exercise and I'm not even gonna lie like four or five months in like it wasn't working yeah you know like I'm inside of a baseball facility I had no signage like I had, I wasn't paying for marketing like, yeah again I had hopes that like I would recruit people with from within the facility like parents mm, and yep. kids and everything else and and it wasn't working yeah <laughs> so the only thing that was working was like my online coaching still and the people that were doing my online coaching were like young people like myself and Annika yeah yeah and um 
they had brought up a point to me one day and they were like, hey, like, can we pay you to do online coaching and receive this programming, but like, come do it at your facility? Right. Yeah. And honestly, like, that's what changed the game. So interesting. Because I was like, that's an amazing idea because it's less work for me, especially for local people. Yeah. Because I can now create this programming. Yep. And then have them come do it at my facility. Yep. 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 And I think that that created this like newfound thing in Cincinnati, in my opinion. Yeah. And because I always tell people all the time that come to my gym, like, this is not to scare away like, you know, the older generations from coming to Farty Fit. Yeah. But a large portion of our membership base between the ages of 18 and 30. Yeah. You've, it's young. I mean, that's, it is yeah. what it is. I think you call a spade a spade and yeah. young people, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. You can't be for everyone. Right. You can't be for everyone. And we all hang out outside of the gym, which is really nice because we all have similar interests. We're all around the same age. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, that's great. So yeah. what, um, what's like the style of workout? How would you describe it to people? So I would say that it's functional fitness, right? Mm-hmm. So like we're not purebred CrossFit. Um, and I think like we talked earlier, but the biggest component that we're lacking is just like the more in-depth gymnastics aspect that is a part of the purebred CrossFit. Yep. But I would say outside of that though, like, you know, we do functional fitness style movements. So So like what's an example of a workout that you would do? Annika's smirking. (laughs) Do you have a recent workout that you did? That you did? It's just so different every day. So it's hard to like think of a specific one, but that's like, is it like in group, group formats? Sort of. I mean, they basically like text him, each week and tell them the days and times they're coming. So more yeah. than likely, there's going to be multiple people there. Yeah, at the same got time. it. And people can do the workout together. Right. But yeah. it's normally like an AMRAP style. So as many rounds as possible or like for time, something like that. That's almost in like a competitive yeah. guess, aspect. But you're, it's like lifting, cardio, cardio and lifting are always involved yeah. always whether yeah. it's like an actual cardio mechanism or like you're lifting and doing something else which makes it cardio lots of burpees lots oh of stuff yeah. like that got it got it got it yeah i think you know my job as a as a coach is to like not let people get bored mm-hmm. so you know we try to combine like annika was saying like you know there's always some strength component some cardio component some core component but i think you know sometimes there's a barbell sometimes there's dumbbells mm-hmm. kettlebells mm-hmm. wall balls and you, you know, make the workouts weight, up. 100%. Yeah. So my favorite thing to do as a coach is go find workouts and then take the skeleton of a workout Yeah. and then make it my own. Yeah. So, I cause I, and I And I think that any coach will attest to this, but it's hard to kind of create your own programming forever. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? Like at some point, like you have to like go elsewhere for, right. that, crea- for that creativity. Yeah. So for me, Need inspiration, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it's like finding workouts again, gathering that skeleton and, and- making it harder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's really what, that's what really you're, what happens. You're like, okay, we're going to add a, a weight vest. Yes. <laughs> that's his actual goal. You always find one, change a little bit and then make it harder. Yeah. I, honestly, that's, that's well said. I love that. That's well said. I love that. Um, do you like have a certain affinity for the weight vest? Like, do you really like to use it? Um, answer truthfully. I, yes. 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 Answer is yes. I, I would really love to try one. I have never like worn one, worked out with one, but I'm very interested. The, the, best part I would say is especially if we're doing like something like pull-ups 
uh, you wear it for pull-ups, whatever. And then like the next day or two days later, we might do pull-ups again. And you're like, it feels so light. Yes. It definitely conditions you to be better at that movement without the vest. Yeah. Yeah. But it also sucks a lot of the time. (laughs) Well, I think like for somebody like yourself, like you said, you'd never worn one. I've never worn one. So again, like I think you could totally wear one. Yeah. It's just figuring out a workout where like right. if you wear it, like it makes sense for you to wear it. Yeah. Right, right. You know right. what I mean? And like you walk away from the workout and you're like, okay, like yeah, I wore this vest and I was able to do whatever I was doing with the vest. Yeah, yeah. I think I might want to start with just like walking around with it. <laughs> like walking up hills. And most of the time day. we'll do like mostly body weight movements, like yeah. And yeah. like squats, simple things like that. But then the vest adds that extra element. So yeah. you could absolutely do yeah. it. No, I'm I think you'd enjoy it. I, I I'm really interested. The the way that Johnny kind of talks about how I work out or like my like strength with working out is like grunt work, like okay. sleds, like anything where you're just like you just have to put your fucking head down and like work. Yeah, like that is what is where I excel. That so I feel like, like I feel like the weight vest would like add to that. Where I'm like, you're just oh, yeah, to just like fucking grind through it. Like if like you're doing that. a sled, that's a good idea. Sled with a weight vest, <laughs> giving you inspiration. Yeah, you know, and that grunt work idea is like, I don't know. I I love like the sound of that because I always I think myself I say this and I know my members say this too, but like they always say that like there's no workout that they could go see or go do and like be shocked by it or be intimidated by it. After they've found yours. Yeah. After they've done yours. Yeah. yeah. Because they're like, all right, we've, we've seen worse. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. I get that. I get that. Okay, Annika, before we get to your story, how did you find the gym? <laughs> how did you come into the gym? Is this a funny story? You guys are giggling uh, and, and being bashful. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be bashful when I tell this. But So we had a mutual friend, mm-hmm. um, and she started – they went to high school together. They started – she started going there. Yeah. And then she would post a lot of like videos and pictures being yeah. there. And I always like kind of saw it and I was like, oh, that's cool. The power of social media. Right. Intertwined. But everywhere. it was when she actually included Josh oh. in like a video. Oh, you're like, who's this cute boy at the Literally, gym? Literally, I like swiped up to her story and was like, damn, is that your trainer? Yeah. Like, I would work out a lot more yeah. if that was my trainer. I love this. I love this. And so she was like, well, you should come sometime. Like, and then I was like, oh God, what did I just get myself into? Uh-huh. But. Um, yeah, I came and loved it instantly. Like I had always been an athlete and I was at a point in my life where I was like, you need something new. Yeah, definitely. And, um, also I was intrigued by Josh. So, uh, I signed my name on the paper and (laughs) that was history. The rest is history. I actually really sell her though. Really? He says She almost walked out the door. She almost didn't sign up. I was a poor college student. I was like, listen, like you can't swipe this card right now. I don't get paid till tomorrow. Yeah, fair, 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 fair. So. Yeah, I went went full salesman on her though. He did. He definitely did. I I can't sign up today. She was like, I don't get paid till tomorrow. And I was like, well, how about this? Like you sign up today and then I'll charge you tomorrow. Yeah. But as soon as he said that, I was like, deal. Right, right, right. That's all I But I was like, I can't sign up today. If he swipes his card, I'm going to say decline. Yes. And then I'm embarrassed and I can never show my face here again. Exactly. And all this is for nothing. So he acts like he had this great sales pitch but literally I walked in the like door you just provided a solution yes. yeah <laughs> that's great so, so what how did you get into fitness how did you become this super fit woman that you are today <laughs> I wouldn't say that but I I've I always would say that <laughs> along with a lot of other people you've won twice now has anyone even come close I don't even think yes, anyone's come close yes yes <laughs> 
it's never it's not like an easy win. There are some very fit people. Yeah, here, no, and I, I will definitely say that. But no, I've always been involved in sports. Like I played soccer and basketball mm. like ever since I can remember. Um so all through high school I played that. Are you from Cincinnati? Yeah. So okay. I went to I went to Baden. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you high school. Yep. So um and I you know had a pretty successful I guess career in high school I would go back to high school in RB. I know people say they hated high school no but, I loved high school too right I yeah. loved it and mainly because of my sports like we had successful teams mm-hmm. um so then I went on and played soccer I say played but I went to go at Eastern Kentucky University yep. and second game of the season I tore my ACL MCL meniscus so I was done for the year. Shit. I had never been like hurt, hurt in oh a day my in my life. Oh my God, that's so, so hard. Yeah, it was definitely tough. Um, so I like rehabbed, went through that whole year, not playing and everything. Tried to come back my second year. And what's funny is like I did not enjoy any of the weightlifting I was supposed to be doing. Oh, really? The summer going into college. And then that next summer, I even in high school, I hated the weight room. Like, did not want to go. I used to complain Why all the time. Why did you like it? Were you just like wanted to do cardio or like you no, wanted to play? I, I, like genetically speaking, I always had like very strong looking arms as a yeah. kid. Um, that didn't mean like I was necessarily strong, but like I just, it looked strong. Uh-huh. And I got to like a certain point in like grade school. Like I used, fifth grade, I like loved it. Yeah. I would do the pull-up contest. with what like the fuck, Annika? You're with, doing a pull-up contest <laughs> Well, you had to do like grade? a fitness test sure, in sure, grade. Sure, sure, so that's sure. what it was. So I loved beating the boys. And, oh my God. Yes, yes. But then yes. It, I love yes. this. I'm sure that you do. <laughs> but then it came to a certain point in like eighth grade and then it became very aware to like yeah. all the boys and everything that I was like very strong. I used to like get like stupid little jokes and then I became aware yeah. that I was like strong looking. So I didn't, in high school, I did not want to like make that more yeah. of an effort. Oh, so I think that was involved somewhat. Yep. Um, and then going into college, like same thing, yep. like never enjoyed the weight room right. whatsoever. So I think that was kind of my downfall because yes, I was doing physical therapy, but I did not prepare as I should have for that second season. Yeah. So ultimately, um, actually like my best friend now, we were in warmups and we like had a tiny little hit and I tore my ACL, MCL, oh, meniscus again. Shit. And as soon as it happened, I knew it happened. And I, as yeah. soon as that happened, I was like, I'm done. I'm done. There's no way I'm doing this any longer. Yeah. So that's when I kind of finished out the semester. I came home for school. Um, well, I took a semester off and then switched majors and everything. Yeah. And just focused on school. Like I really wasn't doing anything other than actually physical therapy because I had to have another third knee surgery after that. So I was kind of at like a point in my life where I was only focusing on school and I like could really tell a difference in my appearance and my mood. Like I needed that competitive atmosphere again. Yeah. And then so I would go to like Planet Fitness and do what I could, but once again, I didn't really pay attention in the weight room, so uh-huh. I had no idea what to do. Right, right, right. So once I found the gym... So you going to his gym, that was like the first time you were like kind of starting a serious fitness routine Absolutely, outside. yeah. So you didn't like come in no. guns a-blazing. No, he like jokes all the time. I couldn't even do like a regular burpee because my knee was so messed up still. It was, wow. I was afraid to do anything. We still have the video of like me jumping on this box and it was like this ultimate like accomplishment. Wow. Yeah. So this was, how long ago was, did you start working out at the gym? Uh, three, two and a half years. Okay. Three years, so roughly. two and a half years is yeah. like where and how you got to where you are now. Right. Yeah. 
That's crazy. But your knee's okay now? Yeah. I mean, I still have occasional soreness here and there, but sure. that's expected. And I am a completely different athlete and person than when I was yeah. before I met Josh. Yeah. 100%. So I, I remember when we were at, um, what's it called? Queen City Radio after yeah. the photo dash. And I was like talking to you and I was like, I've heard like amazing things about Annika. Like she's like this, a super athlete. I was like, it, you know, I'm really interested in this aspect of like, there are some people that are just naturally fit, right? And they just have good genetics or freak genetic and they can just get after it. And there's some people that will just work so hard and just have this like deep grind mentality. And you can like kind of compensate. I was like, which one is she? And what did you respond? Well, I have not heard this conversation. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. yeah. So I think with Annika, when I first met her, obviously she was saying like, it's not about Planet Fitness, it's about a commercial gym, right? So yeah. Typical person, she was going into a gym. She was doing what she knew how to do, which we don't know. If you don't, you're not, that's yeah. not a profession. This is literally no. someone's profession right. to learn exactly. and teach you. Yeah. So she, you know, before she came to me, she was just going and doing what she knew how to do, and yeah. she felt comfortable doing. Yeah. So, and that's, when I say comfortable, also it's with her knee too, right? right? Injury. So, yeah. So when she came to me, like even initially, like there was like she said, like jumping on like a vertical box mm -hmm. one time. Yeah. Like now that's something that she could like do effortlessly. Right, but at right. the time, like again, I have a video of it. Like that was a huge deal. Yeah. Like, huge deal. Like yeah. that was very, that was very big for her. So it was like, it was my job again to like ease her in and like give her confidence. Mm. So like, mm -hmm. you know, again, like she like couldn't do a regular burpee at first. Like she was doing burpees off a of BOSU ball. So it was like doing certain modifications to give her confidence. Yeah. So then that way I could show her like, hey, like you can do this. You can do these movements, but yeah. first, like we have to ease you in the right way. Yeah. And then it's like once we kind of pulled off the training wheels. Yep. You know, then she like realized, oh my gosh, like, like look what I'm capable. Like of. I can actually do this. Yeah. You know, like she because again, I think if she didn't have somebody at some point in her life show her that like she could do these things even post-injury. Mm -hmm. I'm not so sure she would like go do it on her own. Yeah. But, you know, I've said this, but I didn't really realize the type of athlete or the competitor that she was initially. And I think I, uh, later on, like throughout her tenure, like even before we started dating, so, yeah. I like picked up on like how competitive and like oh, uh -huh. what level of athlete she really was. Yeah. And yeah. even before we started dating, I think that like kind of created like little mini arguments and feuds because... <laughs> I, as a coach and a trainer, like I knew what she was capable of, mm -hmm. but she didn't. Yeah, and like yeah. I had to like really be on her and be like, no, like you're doing this. Yeah, yeah. So like yeah. there was, there's been there was you multiple occasions, even now, where yeah, I'm like, yeah. hey, like you can like you can do that. Yeah, and she That's doesn't necessarily like, believe it. Yeah, and, and like we'll get in like little mini arguments over it, yeah. but it's my job to show her like, hey, like no, like you can really do that. Yeah, Annika, what are you really good at? Like what? Where's your like sweet spots. I mean, obviously these like race street opens, right? I mean, it's endurance, it's strength. What else? I've never done one. So you guys will even be able to tell better than me, but like w they're very challenging workouts. Yes, very. What makes you like, where's your unique ability to be able to excel there? I think honestly, like the race street opens, like even both of them, really, it's like, Luckily, they've both really been in my wheelhouse. Like, so then what is? Yeah, what's I would wheelhouse? say a combination of like the conditioning aspect, and then so you somewhat, can just keep going. You've got an engine. Well, that's from that comes from soccer, hundred yeah. percent. But um, plus the added idea of the weights. But really, it's the environment. Like, 
I love the idea that like I'm racing against someone you next to me. You get turned on by the competition. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and I cool. that's why I love being at the gym because almost always it's someone's next to me. It's usually him. Yeah. Um, and like <laughs> that is like fuels me. Is like getting to beat him is the best mm-hmm. thing ever mm-hmm. in the best way because I know he's such a great athlete. Yeah. And it it fuels me to like know that. I was able to go above that and like beat him in that certain workout. Yeah. Of course yeah. it doesn't always happen, but a lot no, of times. That's great. And well, like on top of that, the whole gym was there. Like they were all, that was the best part for me. Everyone was just cheering me on. Yeah. Like that helped so much. I told them that I was like, there's no way I could have done that. Had yeah. you guys not been there. So oh, yeah, I love that. When I think she'll always be modest, but, and I mean this, and, I, and it, even if she wasn't my girlfriend, I would, I would totally say this, but as a trainer and a coach, I've never met somebody to her caliber. Mm. And so no, is that like no, strength? Is that like all around? All around. And yeah. I, and I mean this, but, and like, we talk about this a lot at the gym, but she has like this gear that like nobody else has. Ooh. And like, I and I, that. and I mean this, like you, you could put like the most in shape person in the city in a room with Annika. And, and again, I'm still going to put my money on Annika. Yeah. 100%. I love that. You're like no, a fighter. No, in no I'm like getting goosebumps right now. Like, oh uh, my yeah. God. No, I'm being, I'm being dead serious. Like she has a gear that I've never seen in, in an athlete before. That's so great. Because I can't wait to see. I can't wait. I'm going to have to fucking go to the, the next race. For this. I know. There's no way I'm getting out of it. You there's no to, way uh, I'm getting out of it. So I will be excited to no, watch you. No, there's a lot of pressure. I'll be, I know. I'm gonna I ha- love it, though. That'll be fun. No, yeah. I well, I feel like there's a lot of pressure on me, too, because I can like just sit here and talk about it. And like, well, let's just see you show up. So I don't know. It'll be fun. This is, um, this is like making me think what you were saying about Annika. Johnny which I'm so glad that you guys brought this up or that I brought this up to you. So I have a reason to say what Johnny told me. Like I have a reason to brag about myself. Um, (laughs) So Johnny told me the other day that of everyone that I train, that I have the highest work capacity. And I was like, that is the best compliment. Absolutely. Like maybe I'm not the strongest in every movement or maybe, but like I pride myself on like, I will, I will try to outwork. Yeah, like when you're there, you're yeah. all in and yes. ready to work. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And it sounds like you, well, you have this like freak switch though that you're just like going he, to overdrive. I mean, I feel like, yes, he's correct on that, but he also like fuels it. Like he knows how to push my buttons. That's great. And me off. So That's it works great. out well for me in the long run, but he does it on purpose for yeah. sure. Yeah. What are some of your like favorite types of exercises or movements? What do you really enjoy? Mm. Barbell work in a sense would I love cleans like clean and jerks. Um, she likes hip thrust. I I do like hip thrust. I, like, I don't I'm, think I've ever done a hip thrust. I you were breaking about that on the last one, right? I I like hip thrust. I, I think my favorite movement is probably a deadlift. Really, I'm learning. Yeah, I yeah I really love. I'm like built to deadlift though. I've got really long legs. Yeah. And I've got long arms. Yeah, and I have really flexible hamstrings. Mm, but, I gotta work on that. That's yeah. my downfall for but sure. I think it's mostly because I just like overload my quads. Like it's yeah. I need better posterior chain activation. Yeah. Um, but I actually have told Johnny that we're taking a long break from the barbell hip thrust. I'm like, you can band me, like put as many bands as you want, but I've got to take a, take a break from the barbell in the summer because I get huge ass bruises oh, God. on my hips and it looks like I'm walking on a bathing suit. Like I like get the shit beat out he of me or like that. I've just been like pounded. Yeah. He gets like, that on cleans like, for sure. And they're bad. I'm, I'm like, we're going to take a break, Johnny. Yeah. Like just band me up, but like no more barbell. Not till the winter. Yeah. It's bikini season. <laughs> right. I'm like, it's bikinis. He did it to me. We, right before I went to Miami, 
like oh. the day before and I'm like, you motherfucker. Like I'm <laughs> out in fucking South Beach and these big ass bruises. But you look like a badass. It's yeah, all right. Or something. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so cleans, you like cleans. And anything, I guess, body weight. I think I definitely excel at oh. body weight. Yeah. I, I got a my I think weakness is like lifting super heavy. Oh really? Would you attest to that? Like I could always like I feel like increase the weight. I need to work on that. Yeah, I, I think like that just comes down to like how we train though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, not what you're used to. Yeah, yeah, so I think like our programming is, you know, obviously suited for any level of uh, member. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like obviously, like somebody like, you know, Annika and I can ramp it up. Yeah. But even at that, like I don't think our focus is necessarily on a strength cycle. Yeah. It's yeah. trying to like right. incorporate, you know, a happy balance of everything. Yep. So I think if maybe like, if programming was different. Right, right. You just then, haven't trained then, yeah. specifically for that goal. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, like, Annika's strength would possibly be at a different place. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Do you have Thanks. any interest in doing that ever? Yeah, I think I would. Um, I just would hope in return I wouldn't lose, like, my cardio aspect because I yeah. love that I can do that. Right. But I think at some point I would love to, like, focus on that mostly and just see how heavy I could go. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know... You would know better than me, but when I was on like a pretty strict strength cycle and I was like eating to support that, like Mm -hmm. I was eating in a calorie surplus, like I was looking to build, I was looking to get stronger, um, I definitely lost cardio. And and I don't know if it was just, if if I would have done things differently, it wouldn't have been that way, but like. I, I, yeah, that just I might be like part of it. Like you might it, have to take that loss. It is for sure. It's, for a little like, bit at least. Yeah. And like, I want to get back to this conversation about like you having just more naturally built arms and, and being kind of, you know, somewhat ashamed of that growing up. Whereas like now I'm like, I fucking wish <laughs> that I could put on muscle like that. Like mm-hmm. I tried to build for months and like get, you know, you at least again, me, if I'm going to build muscle, that means I'm also gaining fat. Like right, have yeah. to get rid of your abs to get an ass kind of thing. Yeah. And it's so difficult for me. And even now when I'm like more in this cutting thing, I'm like, well, I'm losing, there goes my muscle, you know? Like it's right. just like so hard for me to keep it on. Well, it's just everybody's different Everyone's too. different. Yeah. And I saw that you had posted something, maybe it wasn't recently, I was kind of like scrolling back where someone had made a comment to you, a man had made a comment yeah. to you about looking too manly. Yeah. How do you deal with that? How do you handle that? And how has it kind of changed from before? Oh, it's definitely changed. And I feel like Josh has been a huge part in that because like he's always like hyping me up and yeah, I like, never had the confidence about like my body or anything like that prior to like coming to him and his comments. So that's definitely helped. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like in the sauna doing a workout and just in like a sports bra and like spandex and he, he he just decided to like randomly say like, it's like none of your fucking business. Exactly. At all, dude. Just basically say like my arms were too manly and all this stuff. And two years ago, that like comment would have crushed me. I understand. And like I'm so glad that I'm in a space now that like I feel confident enough to like just laugh it off. Like, yeah, it kind of got like, me mad. Dude, these arms are stronger than you. I can yes. lift more than you. And I, I can outrun you. I can outperform you. Go absolutely. Fuck off. And I wish I kind of would have said that, but at the same <laughs> In time, the moment, I'm, it's hard. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad I kind of just held my composure for the most part. And like, he kind of realized he'd messed up and walked out later. Yeah. But no, like, I, it just upsets me. Like, not everyone may feel the way I feel now. And like, that would have crushed them. And mm-hmm. they could be working to a goal. And then, like, completely, like, just be upset by that comment and never, like, want to lift again. Yeah. So, like, it's really important to me now, I think. And, like, I 
the girls at the gym, especially like everyone there is proud to like be able to do the things that they're doing and totally. work their body to get like that. And yeah. I'm glad I feel that way now yeah. for sure. Cause yeah. I was not always like that. So right. no, it takes time. And I, I think it's so much too, of just about, like you said, everyone's different and like be where you are. Are right. you like getting after it for yourself? Are you performing well? Are you feeling good? Like that's where you need to be. Exactly. Yeah. And no one needs to make a comment. Right. Well, I think I have two things to that. Please. Like, one being about like the, the female side of it. So I think CrossFit and functional fitness um, is doing positive things for women mm-hmm. because it's becoming more popular now than it ever has been in the past. Totally. And, and I think more people are aware of what CrossFit is and what functional fitness is. And the female body of a CrossFitter or of somebody that does functional fitness is different than that of a female that does, does general training yeah. or has different goal sets or whatever with exercise. Right. And... I think functional fitness and CrossFit has done like a great thing because they're showing the beauty and strength it's of a female who yeah. is doing CrossFit or functional yeah. fitness because especially as a coach and in even like a man in general, like I find so much beauty in it because I know how hard exactly. they have to work exactly. in order to look like that. Exactly. It doesn't come easy. Like this, no. this notion yeah. of like, oh, I'm going to lift weights and like get bulky. I mean, may, women may have like a, a general like lend themselves to some may build muscle more easily but like you have to try absolutely I, like, it's There's hard so much work. yeah so much it's work hard and that's why i think like for me like i just have so much respect for it yeah, and like so i much see so respect. much beauty in it because like i know how hard something like Anik has to work to like look the way she does yep and even like the top tier crossfitters you see now that like you know again like have bigger shoulders or mm-hmm. biceps or you know six-pack abs or whatever yeah. else like those women are like extremely fit women. Yes, and, totally. And I have so much respect for that. Yeah, and, and yeah, take away even the the aesthetic piece, but just that we know now, the more muscle you have, better for longevity, better mm-hmm. for overall health. Like yeah. everything is just around. Like you, you need to like be built. You need to build your body. They're up functional. A bit. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? right. And that's the cool thing. Like they're functional. Mobility. Yeah, yeah anything. Well, how do you uh, approach diet? What do you do there? So. We both never really focused on that until the beginning of this year. And we kind of did like, we did the 75 hard challenge. What's that? Oh boy. You you can go ahead and explain it. Do you remember it? Yeah. So I'll pull it up now. But so 75 hard is a challenge that was created by the CEO of First Form Nutrition. Okay. And his name is Andy Frisella. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm going up to my uh, yeah photo, yeah yeah you're I'm here to pull up like the little like uh, like what it is what it outlines. Yeah. I think I remember it. If you want me to just I got it. Hold on. So basically, there was six rules per se. Okay. Right? So and you had to like get these done before you went to bed every night. Okay. So like you didn't have to get it done in a 24 hour period. Sure. It just had to be done before you go to bed. Okay. So number one was follow a diet. Okay. Right. So back to this diet thing. So. A diet was personal to the person who was doing the challenge. Okay. So like somebody like Annika or somebody like me or somebody like you, like we might all have different goals. Sure. So what you deem as a diet and what Annika deems as a diet and what I deem as a diet could all could be, be different. totally different. It's, we gotta, you got to follow some kind of Yeah, we just made ours intention. like right. yeah. whole foods, like no fried foods, no like fast food, anything like that, no like sugary desserts. Yeah. And we did not restrict ourselves whatsoever, no. and you'll hear why basically yeah. in a minute. But but yeah, and, and that's the other thing too, like 
we were just trying to make conscious decisions, yeah. right? So yeah. like whatever we were putting in, like we knew that what we were putting in was like right for us. Yeah. Yeah. And um there's a girl who belongs to my gym who also like offers a food service within the gym. Oh cool. But her name is Alex Roman. Mm-hmm. And um she was a big help yeah. in terms of no, just like you need help with fitness, you need help with food. Oh yeah, yeah. we needed help for yeah, sure. Yeah, and it's like not that like we weren't like making like you know good decisions in the past. Right. It's just like we were like Alex opened our eyes to like the food industry. We like started reading labels for yeah. once, yeah. And yeah. seeing what was in food. And I think like when you read labels, like it's pretty terrifying to it figure totally. out like what's in your food. Yeah. 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 So yeah. she she like really opened our eyes to that. So the big, the big thing overall was hey like. Make sure like what we're putting in is right for us, and then make sure like we're putting enough in our bodies to like sustain what we're doing. Yeah. Very important. Yeah. So so that was number one. Follow a diet, and then we had to do two forty-five minute workouts a day. Okay. So a workout could be anything though. Like it could be yoga. It could be going for could a, be a walk. walk. Mm-hmm. It could be, yeah, CrossFit, whatever. Yeah. Right. Yep. But one of them had to be outside. Oh, I love that. So yeah. so we did this in the middle of the winter. <laughs> So don't love that as much. But yeah. It was a little I, hard. But. I got out for walks in the winter too, though. I'm like, you bundle got a bundle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So every morning, basically, I mean, there was a few days I didn't get up in the morning, but for like every morning for like 75 days at like well, that's 5 a.m. 75 piece. It's yeah. For 75 days. Yeah. Okay. For like 75 days. You didn't days. always get up in the morning, but you still did your workout at some yeah. point. If yeah. You didn't right. Get up in the morning. Right. So we like we would go out and she would do hers before work or yeah. whatever else, but we would do like an outside like walk slash run yeah. every morning. Yeah. Good for um, you. And then. We had no alcohol and no cheat meals. For 75 days. Yeah. yeah. So, and we did this like the day before New Year's. Yeah, the 29th is when we started. <laughs> so we woke up 2021 20, sober uh, going yeah. into yeah. New Year. Yeah. Got it's it. kind of empowering though. Totally. And the cheat meal portion, like again, depending on your diet, you're you're kind of deciding. You know what a cheat meal what is. What a cheat yes. meal is. You know when you're... Your strain. Yeah. 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 So, and then we didn't take a progress picture every day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, and with the progress picture... I don't know how Annika did it actually, but for me, like every morning I woke up, I would weigh myself uh-huh. and then, every day, yeah, yep. and, and then take the picture. That's yep. what I did. Yeah, yeah. But not you don't have to do that. Right, so right, you right. You can take the picture whenever you want throughout the day. But for me, like I no, you need to do it in the morning when yeah. you're when and you're that way every day's picture. Well, well, that way every day's picture. Like you, when you go to compare, it's at the same time. Exactly. Same time. Yeah. yeah, and then you had to drink a gallon of water every day. Yep. And yep. then ten pages of a nonfiction book. Very cool. I actually had a friend that did this. I didn't know it was called that, but yeah. he had yeah. just posted a couple of weeks ago that he just finished this thing and he like listed out all the, and I was mm-hmm. like, fuck Dave, good for you. And he showed his like first picture and his last picture. Oh yeah. And he's a super fit dude, like plays rugby in New York, but like it you was. still tell a difference. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I feel like you could, there's always room for improvement no matter what, but that's a crazy experience. That's really cool. I feel like I. Oh, it's so hard. 75 days of no drinking. I've done months of no drinking, like a dry, I've done like a dry yeah. sober October, a dry January. And then like after the 30 days is over, I'm like, great. Can't wait to like start drinking again. <laughs> that would be really tough. Did you it was like a mental difference. Thing, yeah, for sure. It is. Yeah. I, I'll tell you what though, like, and Andy says this too, and like in his podcast, but if you're somebody who's like really doing it yeah. and like you're really invested in the 75 hard. It changes your mindset so much yeah. that like you think it would be challenging to like not drink mm-hmm. or easy to give in to like you know the things you desire, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but it's really not. You just get you just it's set it, your mind to it. Yeah, like you yeah. get into this state of flow, and I think for the both of us, like 
we're probably in the best shape of our entire lives. Of course. Oh, yeah. And it's great you had someone to do it with, too. 100%. You can, like, keep each yeah, other. Yeah, I mean, if we... Having to do that and, like, if you were dating someone that wasn't doing yeah, it... Yeah, it would so been, hard. Oh, almost impossible. Like, we yeah. were our biggest, like... You know, yeah, people don't right. Yeah. Well, she actually came in the gym one night, and I had told her that I was getting ready to do it, and she was like, "You're lying." And I was like, "No, like, I'm being 100 percent serious. I'm starting this." Tomorrow. Because he's done these things before. He's like, "I'm not drinking this weekend." Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. we drink. Sure, 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 so. sure. Yeah, and I was like, "No, no, no. I got, I, I'm for real doing it." And then, of course, being who yeah, she is, right, right, right. She was like, "Well, I'm not doing it." <laughs> and I was like, "All right, like that's fine. Like you don't yeah, have you to know, do I'm it. Not, you're not telling you. Yeah. You have to." She left like 30 minutes later and called me and goes, "Hey, like, you sent me a screenshot of that challenge." And then I, did I it. love it. <laughs> yeah. So th- did it, it really kind of change the way you thought long term about what you're putting in your body and what you're eating? Absolutely. Yeah. Because I mean, we we have fun like when yeah. we, on the weekends and stuff, but yeah. we still are very conscious about what we are choosing to eat now. And it's made a, the world of difference yeah. in our fitness I know, journey for sure. What outside of fitness do you guys do to take care of yourselves? We, I mean, this sounds counterintuitive, but I feel like when we go out to like, you know, have a drink together. Totally. That is self-care. Yes. Going out to a bar and sitting down and having a delicious drink and being with your friends, being with someone that you love, that is self-care. That is a non-negotiable part of my (laughs) self-care routine. Yes, I agree. Because we definitely like, I mean, obviously we could go out and have dinner and not drink and that's still part of us like, you know, taking care of ourselves and having a good time, but... Once in a while, it's always good to go out yeah. and just let loose Have and fun. not worry. Because yeah. he's at the gym like almost twenty four seven. It's just him. Yeah. So it's good for him to like yeah. step away and not be on his phone and yeah. dealing with all that. Totally. So. What's yeah, yours? We, well, we just got back from Florida, so like that was oh, actually yeah, the first that. time like I had gone anywhere besides Tennessee since twenty nineteen. Ooh, that was a good trip. Yeah. Then. So yeah. So like again, I'm like constantly working, you know. Mm-hmm. But no, I would honestly, if I had like a, like a big weakness it'd be the idea that like I struggle to like relax or yeah. like turn my mind off yeah. or even like the idea like in terms of like repairing myself or like having some form of like therapeutic um, outlet outside mm. of exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't work it into my schedule. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I, no, and, I hear that. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and it's something that's super important and it's something that like, again, I'm a huge advocate for with my own members, mm-hmm. but here I am like admitting that like I struggle myself to yeah. like, put that into my like routine. Yeah. It's hard. I think a lot of, a lot of people in the fitness industry, they're like, well, fitness, that that's my self care. That's how I take care. And you're like, yeah, totally. But like, that can't be the only thing. Exactly. Right? Yeah. You need to go, do you need to take a walk? Do you need to, do you need to go out? Right. Do you need to read a book? Do you need to light candles? Like, do you, you know, whatever it is, like it can't, it can't just all be physical. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I, and I think like, you know, whenever somebody is reaching out to me about joining the gym, I kind of put this into every message mm-hmm. and sometimes I kind of question it because I'm like, you know, hopefully they don't read this and think I'm like being weird, but <laughs> can't well, wait to hear what this is. Yeah, I know. Well, what are you well, talking but I, but about? I always say like, I can't like wait to understand like what your goals are physically, mentally, and emotionally. Yeah, 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 yeah. And right. That, and that's well something rounded. that I always ask everybody. And like when they come into the gym and they're thinking yep. about joining, whatever, I always say, like, what are you physically, mentally, and emotionally trying to achieve? Mm-hmm. You that's know? good. Yeah. And a lot of times, like, people don't have like a direct answer to that. Right. Because I don't even think necessarily they know. Right. You right. Know? Like, they have like a physical idea in mind, but like mentally and emotionally, like, they're kind of unsure. Yep. You know? Yep. And I think, but like, I think over time, they kind of figure those things out. 
but I think like you said, like it can't just be with the physical. Yeah. Like mental and emotional health is just as important yeah. as the physical. It all plays together. Totally. I know it made me, made me think about myself and yes, I like to go and I like to work on my strength and I like to work on my power and I like to work on performance, but also like I know as soon as I start working out, I'm like, oh, I'm going to feel so good after this workout. Like I come in the middle of a work day or I come at the end of the work day and I'm like, oh, it's just all going to melt away. Yes, you can just release all and that it, stress. And maybe it's not going to last forever, right? Maybe an hour or two after I'm kind of back in it, but like at least for a little bit, like I know I'm going to feel good. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does being fit mean to you? So Annika, you can go first. Okay. Josh went first, the other one. It's, it's an interesting question because I think had I been asked that like two or three years ago, mm-hmm. I would have like, answered with, oh, I can finish like the beep test for soccer on a certain level or I can finish like oh, yeah, a Manchester thing. United. Like one of my fitness tests of just running because that's yeah. all I ever cared about really. Yep. Um, but now I have a completely different perspective, I guess, on what being fit means. And it would basically just mean like, yes, that cardio aspect, but like I'm strong and I can, you know, maintain like my body for years to come. Like mm-hmm. I can get on the floor and play around with my nieces or my future kids someday because yeah. I've taken care of my body, like flexibility wise and strength wise on top of that cardio aspect. I can go run with them someday. Um, and I want to be able to maintain that as like years come because mm-hmm. I would not be able to maintain just the beep test right. for that long. And right. like, and then yeah. you're just empty. You're like, exactly. okay, I got it. Then what? Exactly. Yeah. And so I'm glad that I've been able to find Josh in the gym and change my perspective on that completely and better my life for yeah. that. So I guess that's what being fit would be to maintain all of that throughout the rest of my life. That's great. Josh. I would say that what being fit means to me and hopefully what being fit means to the rest of the fitness community and in, in the world would be the idea that again, that the individual is physically, mentally and emotionally mm-hmm. sound. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I think obviously no matter what form of fitness you do, like that's your physical, your physical component. Mm-hmm. So like working on yourself physically to kind of, prolong your strength and endurance not only inside of the gym but also for life right and then you know mentally and emotionally like those are the, again are the things that like people tend to neglect mm-hmm. but you know no matter what an individual's unique outlets are to improve the mental and emotional side i think that's extremely important yeah. because i think if a person can possess strong physical strong mental and strong emotional like I think they're capable of doing whatever they want to put their mind to. You can take anything that life throws at you. 100%. Yeah. And that's why, like, you know, with what we do at the gym, like, in terms of the physical, we kind of joke about it. But, you know, there's nothing, after doing the type of exercise we do at the gym, there's nothing that life could ever throw at me where I, like, I'd be intimidated by it. <laughs> sure. No, I no, totally get it. And I mean that. And yes. That's, and that's, like, no, I know. physically, I know. mentally, and emotionally. Yeah. Like, we've done some crazy things, and I think that after doing those things, it set me up to where, like, if something, like, crazy were to be thrown my way, like, I wouldn't be intimidated by it. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I've, I have specific workouts in my mind over the years where I'll be, like, well, at least like, if anything bad is happening throughout the day or I have you know anxiety about work or I'm stressed or I'm dreading to do something, I'm like, at least I'm not fucking doing that one thing. <laughs> I love you know? that. Like, I'm like, at least I'm not running the nipper steps. Yes. You know? Yeah. Like, it, it could whatever. be worse. It could be worse. At least I'm not wearing a vest. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. So what's coming up for you guys? Like gym-wise, you have any 
anything coming up? Where can people get in touch with you if they want to learn more? So, um, I, I guess we can let them in a little bit, but I, <laughs> is this a what the fit exclusive? Sure. Okay, so, yeah, <laughs> we were just maybe, talking about it like today. Yeah, today. We but, won't hold you to it if it doesn't materialize. No, it'll but. materialize. I promise. <laughs> He's putting it out there. Yeah, and asked yeah, you now. yeah. Put it so in the if I put it out, if I put it out in the universe, it's going to happen. Yep. But I think we're going to do, we just recently held like a, uh, community based workout uh-huh. at the facility and actually believe it or not, like that was meant to be just for like me and like the Ruta crew. Yeah. Because the Ruta guys and girls, including Patty. Yeah. She, can't uh, forget Patty. <laughs> yeah. You can't forget Patty, but no, like they all have mentioned how they wanted to come like work out at the gym as yeah. like a group. So I had reached out to them on a Monday and all like seven of them, like they were in like the group chat, like agreed to come. Yeah. And I have. Raquel, who usually comes out on Fridays as well and like works out with us, and she yeah. had agreed to come out. And I was like, you know what? Like, let's just see like what I can do with this and like yeah. blow this up and see like how people I can get to come out. So like in four days, we had like sixty to sixty-five people wow. come out to the gym for like a group community-based workout. Cool. And like people from like my gym and other like you know local gyms and rooted and like the whole bit and. We had rented porta potties and like yeah, like we like turned it into like, a, like an Damn. actual like workout, like, like a whole like little event. Yeah, yeah. Like Michael, Michael from Rooted like shot it and like did like the photos and all that for it and everything. Cool. So, looking back on that now, like to see like what we did in four days, um, I think we're gonna do like Farty Fit Gym's first ever like fitness competition here, yeah. here at the end of the June. Oh shit! At the end of the June. Here, yeah, at the end of June. <laughs> oh the, shit! At the end okay. of the June. Okay. Wow. So. So I gotta the, start training now. Yeah, that's the plan. Got a whole month. Oh, I gotta get a I gotta get a vest right now. I'm gonna order it from Amazon as yeah. soon as we're done. So that's the plan. So that's that, fun. I want to come out. I want to come work out. I mean, I, okay, yeah, okay. Even I before I just get then. nervous. When anything was I like get a comp, nervous from like just a, when, when you say comp. If you would have just been like, it's gonna be a workout, and like, yes, I'm there, and then you're like, it's a competition. I'm like, oh. you don't get nervous for your just regular workouts. I feel like I do before oh, any of I, ours. I, as soon as the clock hits, I'm like, oh, I have totally been there before yeah. too like now just working with johnny i don't really get nervous but in like group situations yeah i'd be like shitting my pants it's just like the first two minutes and after that then you just get and in you're it just and in you're it. fine yeah yeah. I get yeah, yeah, that. yeah totally totally well i will say like patty she she was like almost didn't come to the workout i know we gotta she, get outside of our comfort zone. she she almost didn't come and she did say that you know she texted one of her friends like immediately after like the workout and was saying like how she was so glad she came. I, you're always glad when you're, you're right. doing it. Yeah. yeah, I just had to remember that. I think it's. I think honestly, I just haven't flexed that muscle recently. Where I've been like really nervous to go do something and just do it. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't done that in a while. Yeah. So it's, well, it's it, time. I know it is. <laughs> I, I really it is. It is. So okay, end of June. Get this thing going. Yeah. I want to come. End of June. Farty Fit Gym's first ever competition. <laughs> That's so. amazing. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, thank you guys both for coming. This has been such a delight. I really appreciate it. It was great to get to know you. Um, okay, yeah, where can people follow you? Um, on my Instagram, I don't even know. I guess I think it's Ani, because that's my whole family calls me that. So A-N-N-I underscore, is there an underscore? Pater 11. You've got great fitness content. Looking no, yeah. fit as fuck. Underscore, yeah. We'll so tag post it. all of the workouts we do most of the time. Ooh, so yeah. It's good to see that. Josh, what about you? Uh, so on Instagram, jfarty uh, underscore, and then fartyfitgym. Nice, nice, nice. All right, thanks, guys. I'll be thanks for having sweating us. Sweating with you yeah, soon. Thank you so much. Of course. Listeners, rate, review, um, share to your socials, all the good stuff. You know the drill. Thanks so much.